0: hey guys thanks for tuning in to this episode of the startup diary podcast this week was trade show week here at expert trades we get into operation tool talk what we've learned and would we ever do it again
1: hey guys and welcome to a late but still arrived at some point this afternoon episode 315 of the Startup Diary. I am Harrison Mudge and I'm with my co-host Adam Callow. Hey guys, thanks for joining us and if this is the first time you're here,
0: listen to our podcast.
1: It's not normally this late. It's not normally this late
0: (laughs) on a Friday, but this is where we are talking about what it's like to build a small business from raising a little bit of seed funding after bootstrapping to venture capital and basically to try and help you avoid all the mistakes that we make as we build this small business called Expert Trades. Harrison. Adamson. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty chilled today. It might be chilled. I can might, tell
1: you're very laid back.
0: Is it? It might be tired, or it might just be actually because I knew today was just a catch-up day. I feel pretty zen, pretty happy, and most importantly, I got back on my fluid intake. Nice, so like one and a half liters Gin's. so far.
1: <laughs> Strong double six t's for breakfast. So, what are we talking about on today's show? H? Today, Adam. Uh, Basically, the reason why we're late—that's why we're talking—but not actually why we're late. The uh, we've been at a trade show for mm-hmm. the past three days, over at the Rico Arena in Coventry. It feels so much longer than three days. It feels like not a lifetime, but it feels like a good chunk of my life has just been spent. Well, it's been three—it's it's been
0: three months in the making, though, hasn't
1: it? Yeah, I think I think that's what makes it so intense. Yep. Is because. If anything, the actual show itself is kind of, I guess, I'd say is almost like you're on like the downward, sl- You like you're over the brow of the hill. You've yeah. got past the hard part. Now you're at the show. Every, there's nothing else that you can do to prepare for it. There's no changes that can be made. You're there. Everything that's there is there. Like when we were building up the stage, it was a case of, oh, we should have done this. It's like, but there's nothing we can do about that now. So we're going to have to make it work. So I think that's what like it feels like it saps up so much of your time and it did because we were so last minute.com on a lot of things for the actual show. So I think that's
0: why I it think, was like, ugh. Yeah, I think all the last minute.com stuff just came around the from the creative assets stuff. But mm. I think that's because we were still really trying to net we've tried to basically up our game so much on this trade show. God, yeah. Um yeah, I think that's what sort of caused us to be a bit, probably a bit more precious. Probably a bit more attention to detail than we're normally used to doing on our own products. So we're dealing with brands like we always do this, but we never do it on our own stuff. Yeah. So what do you want to talk about on today's show?
1: Just why we did it. <laughs> why oh <or> why? <laughs> yeah, just just why we did it. What we I, I guess let's take it back to last year first. Okay. So because that was the first time we did kind of the 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 tool talk concept. So, for anyone that doesn't know, we we attend the trade show, but we don't actually go as expert trades Mm -hmm. and try and show them our office package or website package. We actually we've got something called Tool Talk, which is what's your tagline? The fastest growing review site in the construction industry. In the construction industry, yes, it is. Uh, So we go there and we bring brands or brought we brought four brands last time. Mm -hmm. So we had workwear, plumbing tools, hole saws uh and smart security good memory it was well done for like no naming them all without naming them like that's, that's I impressive really sure whether no it's cool no sure. it's impressive so. stuff no it's good so, so yeah so, so we had the four brands uh and it was uh what was the stand was it three five by it? two five by two yeah five meters wide two meters
0: deep four little podiums yep and the idea was is when you go to a trade show yeah uh, for an installer so a plumber or a heating engineer which is who this trade show is for like they go there to see innovative products, but a lot mm. of what they see is very samey. Uh, it's just the same people, the same stand, the same products. Yep. Uh, and what we wanted to do is actually trial something where it's like actually the only people that are allowed on our stand, the only brands that can come are brands that have got something new in mm. the market for the last 12 months. So it was Tool Talk Live, an opportunity to get our Tool Talk brand out there a little bit because we want to grow that as the review platform. Yep. But also get known for bringing new products to market so it was a nice, it was a great test for us so we did that uh, and to get to your point actually is because we do a number of different services verified office web tool talk. normally we'd go and like try and talk about a lot of different stuff and we're really trying to get better mm-hmm. at being really specific of why we're at an event so we went to alexandra palace that trade show
1: mm-hmm.
0: and over there we just spoke about verified and I think that really helps people understand who we are as a business. Like that is the
1: trade-focused product. And and from the perspective of us speaking about the product, it was very it was easier to say we do all these things. But let me talk to you about verified. Because mm-hmm. like, because normally the conversation is like, oh, we do all these things. What are you interested? Let <laughs> let me take you through this journey of our services. Yep. And that's like a you can see their eyes glaze over because. Okay. Because it almost it comes across as like a bit of a sales pitch as well. It's like, oh, we do all these things. Let me tell you how amazing each of them are. We're not. Uh, <laughs> this is like a, it makes me think we need to understand who the customer is and decide which product they want.
0: And, and most importantly, is like why people go to trade shows. I mean, we've done trade shows in the past where we spoke about our office package. Yeah. Uh, but trying to get someone's attention at a trade show and they're taking time out of their, they're taking time out of their work to go and have a little bit of fun. Mm. That's what That's what they want to do. And then when you've got a guy standing there with an app to say, hey, <laughs> how do you do your quotes and invoices? And they're like, oh, no, not, I took a day I off. Don't. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I don't do my quotes and invoices. Um, so we've learned some stuff. And, and to the fact that four years ago, we were actually at this Installer conference. This is called Installer Live that we went to this week. And we were in a two-by-two two stand. There. It was me, the wife, and a roller banner. And it was amazing the number of people that came up to us and, and were like, you were here... I know you. Mm. And so this was the SARS. So I was next to it. Like, I know you. You've been here before. He like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Expo like, you were over there in that tiny little stand. And we're like, yeah. And you literally could have fit that stand in the van that we had <laughs> on our stand this time. So that little bits like that were really nice. So I guess to pull it back is we did Tool Talk Live last year. And that was us knowing that the heating engineer market, trying to do something new, Try and give people what they actually come to do, which is innovative products, a little bit of hands-on with the brand. I personally felt that went really well. Yeah. And then... But it was done... I don't want to say on a budget. It was on... Everything's on a budget, but we did not put the level of detail. We didn't really build a campaign around it. We We did a marketing week ahead of it to raise some
1: awareness, but we didn't put a full campaign around it. So... Yeah, I mean... What would what make for an interest in um, post mortem mm-hmm. would be to kind of think what would we have done, like what would the campaign have looked like? Because what like, last year? Last year, yeah, yeah. like th- like this year was very themed. We 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 came up with the idea, the vision, and everything. Like we, and then we put everything into the vision. Yeah. Whereas last year we kind of got the brands and just put them on a stand, and that was that.
0: Yeah, last year was more around leaving the brands their own devices and saying, you've got this space, make the most out of it because we're going to we're gonna bring the trades to you, but then
1: you make the most out of it. Yeah, I'd be interested because in, you're saying that we didn't really put too much of a campaign on it. Like what would the campaign have even looked like other than come try the latest products from X... Well, we didn't have the space to do. Mm. That's what that's what I mean. It was very much like a here's the brand, here's their plan to just stand out and and talk to you about it. Like Mm -hmm. there's nothing, there was no, there was no vision, no drastic vision, no theme. (laughs) Well,
0: for me, I was really dipping my toe in the water in terms of if I'm gonna make this about the brands, I need to charge the brands for the space. Like, yeah. is that even a thing? Cause no one else does that. Like, apart from if you're a builders merchant, like there's no one else like us that goes to brands and says, hey, let us do dem- demand generation for you. We'll do list building. And that's the one thing that worked really well last year. And again, this year is we got loads of data for the brands. Mm. So I'm really happy with the output. I just think last year was actually, will brands pay for a space and trust us to drive demand? Mm-hmm. Cool. So there's a lot of learning and we're on a much tighter budget because just it was, year, it was a year ago like we make more money now simple so and we've proven the, the model out Yeah. so like last year we tried it uh, so I'm probably being a bit harsh on it last year but it was like MVP it was Minervoir Product like how do we yeah. see if this thing's actually going to work and then that went well and I think the biggest indicator that went well is like one of the guys that were there last year became our headline sponsor this year so they were just they trusted us to go and mm-hmm. deliver so do you want to explain to people like what we actually did
1: <laughs> this year so this year someone in the office someone in the team um decided we should double double what we did last year and then some we should 10x it
0: so we had 10 square meters last year yeah and then i have a meeting with installer a bit of back and forwards and i kind of rock up one day and i'm like guys we're at installer and we have forty nine square meters of space to fill
1: so how did that happen as in I imagine and again it probably it probably doesn't it probably happens completely differently but I imagine that most people get a stand whatever buy whatever and then the event says hey are you coming again this year do you want the same again then probably upsell them on a few more square footage but how do you go from <laughs> a 2 by 5 to a 10 by 10 whatever it was
0: but well, I think I think we sort of half covered it off very briefly just in terms of we were in a 5 by 2 last time and I proved out the concept that brands will trust us and basically buy space from us and we it, we, we didn't make money on it last year we didn't make money on it this year like we still yeah. paid like the net net of it all we're still out of pocket a good five no we're five digits basically yeah is what is out of our pocket plus another five digits from brand's contributions. So the whole show is probably cost, I don't know, 25, 30 grand, and brand's contributions make up about 15 of that. So 15 grand that we've paid to be there, okay? So that includes the pre-marketing campaign and all yep. the Facebook ads and all that good stuff. So then you look at that and go, well, that's a lot of money, and it is. But I think the thing is that I didn't want to do again is I wanted to build a campaign around it and build a theme about it, and if we were gonna do trade shows differently, how would we re- reimagine what a trade show mm-hmm. is? And it would be fun it would be engaging it would be hands on and to do all that stuff you need more space so for me it was either we don't do it again at all I'm not taking a 5 by 2 mm-hmm. that was proof of concept we either don't show up or
1: and this is you speaking to yourself about this this right is now. me speaking to myself yeah.
0: we either do not show up at all because we'll probably do ourselves more of a disservice mm. so the first time you try something it's cool okay but then it's like you've proved it what's next so I was like okay we either don't show up, or we have to go big and put on a spectacular show to show one our community to the brands taking part, and three other brands in the room. They basically say, "Hey, guys, all that fucking noise, all the attention, all the que- no one's ever had a queue. No one has ever had a queue at a trade show in our, in the, in our industry. We did by half past ten in the morning. Mm. Open at ten, we had a queue." I wanted to reimagine what this thing looks like. And to do that, to answer your question, is we needed more space. Like we needed to have some creative freedom and a budget to say, if we had no ties, no worries, ignore budget right now. We'll get back to that later. But if you <laughs> had no worries about budget, what would mm. we do? We were like, well, we'd, we'd do something fun, hands-on. Yeah. We'd, we'd like activity, noise. We're like, what does that look like? So we brainstormed it. We came up with some concepts. And we really landed on we landed on two, didn't we? We landed on the Operation Tool Talk, yep. which is the military theme. Uh, and then we also had the racetrack theme. Remember?
1: Yeah. Again, yes. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah, I do, I do and And then, we, and
0: then like, we we did some storyboarding on it. Uh, sorry is the wrong word. We did some like, m- mood boarding. Is that the right thing? We got pictures it's, and yeah, it, was, like yeah, it
1: was kind of like a vision board, really. It was just we were throwing up anything and everything that represented either of the two themes. And what we found was... Race racing theme was very one-dimensional in the sense that, like a race is a race. The vehicles can be different, the the track can be different, but it's still a race. Mm-hmm. And it just felt uh, somewhat creatively limited when it came to like set dressing and and just didn't. It didn't seem as um, on-brand as as Operation Tool Talk was when you when you consider, for example, a drill kind of looks like a gun and so like even when we were just looking at it everyone in the room was bouncing and buzzing off of the idea of operation tool talk as opposed mm-hmm. to tool talk race because the tools themselves are kind of cool very handsy very whatever it just it just seemed the tools alone seemed to fit the military theme better than the race did no i agree and i think uh-
0: also for me sort of in the back of my head when I looked at the racing theme and we, we started to put some pictures up I think you've got less degree of like the tolerance it felt very it needed to be clinical and perfect mm. for the race like with yeah, military you you've got I mean? a very
1: limited creative freedom when it comes to a race it's like black and white checkers sort yeah. of red and blue tires that are red tires that are white and that's kind of it everything else like you say when you look at like a, a garage it's very clean because of F1 cars even if you look at like NASCAR or something like that it's still very overalls and checkered mm-hmm. flags it's like anyone anyone that thinks about race themes right now is probably seeing basically the same things burnt rubber checkered flags finish line
0: Um. um the, the problem that that would have caused us is we had to We had to try and get our brands that we're working with. Mm -hmm. So last year we had four brands. This year, I believe we had eight in total. Um, The eight barrels on there, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, eight barrels. Um, So we had eight brands and we needed to work out how we get them into the theme. And with Operation Tool Talk, the the idea, by the way, guys, for those of you listening, is it was a time trial. So you come to the stand, you get some training on the products. You get what's called a training Mm -hmm. pass. You get given a card. And you run through this and and do a series of obstacles using different tools from our suppliers and our brands and our mm-hmm. partners. Uh, and then the fastest person around the course wins, wins some goodies. Um, I think that, for me, was really daunting because I thought, this is actually quite... You've got to be quite brave to go into that. After we built it all up, I thought, this looks fucking cool. But you've gotta be really brave in front of a room of brands and people to get involved because everyone can see you. So my fear was is that no one ran the course and everyone thought it was just a spectator sport and we just have to send our own guys around it to try and energize the room. And I was like, this is either, this is gonna flop massively or it's gonna be buzzing and we're gonna love it. Uh, I guess the good news is, and your opinion too is, it was a huge success in terms of reception by the by the installers. And they're the people that are really, I really cared about. And don't get me wrong, because I know a few of the brands that we would listen to this, but if we didn't get it right for the installer, the whole thing would have fallen flat. Mm. Like we need the get people through. There's obviously things that we could have done better. It always is going to be. But we needed to make sure the guys walking through for that trade show and we heard it 10 times a day. This is the best fucking stand in this room. This is new. Like members of our community came up to us and were like, we know you guys are good, but this is cool. And we're like, that is the exact thing. Yeah. We wanted to be known for the people in the room that try and do something new. Uh, I honestly
1: think we landed it this time. I think it was really cool. Yeah. Um, it was, I think different just when you look at every other stand it's uh, understandably so when you look at any other stand at any other kind of trade show it's obviously it's one specific brand because it's their stand Mm -hmm. it's very um, respectful of their brand guidelines it's all like it's all just perfect which is great because it's your brand it's your stand it's your product I think the difference that we actually bring to Installer or any other trade show that we do is when we're doing this Tool Talk concept is that we're bringing multiple brands under a creative theme, which is basically like right now it's random. There's we're like we're pro- if we do this next year, it's going to be completely different. It's not going to be Operation Tool Talk again, most the guy, most likely.
0: Now the guy that runs the guy that runs the whole thing. Add some gins as you do. Actually, add some here gins. We, here we go. This is
1: where you say we're already signed up for next year.
0: Stephen May got an email from me. Listener of the show, Fruits for Drinks got an email from me about an hour ago. Um, I said I did an introduction to him and the owner of it because we were talking and we we got onto the we were talking about gin and we got talking about the fruit in the gin I'm Mm -hmm. like well you won't believe what's going to market (laughs) Uh, so he's got a great lead into that but I got chatting to him and I actually said that to him I was like I said what do you think and he was like don't tell anyone put it on the podcast don't tell anyone but That's the best thing we've seen at this show. So that's the best stand at the show. Like, please come back and he might have been selling to me because that's his job. He's like, please come back and do it. I said, We don't want to do the same thing next year. He was like, No, 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 don't change it. He says, Don't change it. He says, just do it again. Do it again. So he's obviously heard good things. I spoke Mm. to Joe Sharp and guys like that that sort of are the editors and the promoters of the show and they were just like, Don't change it. Just do it again. Because they'll know what we'll do next year will be even better Mm. because we've validated the concept again. But they were like, No, no, just keep it as Operation Tool Talk, do it again. Okay. Which confused me because I was like, we've done that now and it's like a campaign. It's like you tick the box and you don't want to go. It's like, I think I was talking sorry about it. It's like, we don't wear the same dress twice. Well, when you go into the same mm. venue, you go to the same, like you go into a black tie dinner, you don't go and wear the same thing twice as
1: a woman. Whatever it is, she, most people don't. Yeah, she gave me an hour. I'm gonna get everything out of that suit that I've spent with. <laughs> but, but I was th- like, carry on. Sorry, I, yeah, I think um, that's interesting that is then because obviously, my mind instantly went to cool. What do we do next year? But if we're gonna hypothetically do the same operation, tool hook again, then really, it's more of a question of how do we now improve on the idea? How do we optimize it? Because there was a few things. Because even on the three days, over the course of the three days, it improved. Yeah, we changed it. Like things we adapted, we changed it because obviously we didn't. We didn't even. Test it until Tuesday morning before mm-hmm. before 9 a.m. when they came through the doors or 10 o'clock whenever 10, they come but For the listeners, Charlotte, zoom into some of the good and the bad. So I think,
0: and we'll just flip some ideas back and forward to sort of like put a bow on this, but help mm-hmm. anyone in the audience thinking about doing a trade show. or well, thinking think about how you structure the campaign. So as a pre-campaign, what we did is we took some amazing, for the first time ever, we literally yeah. went and treated it as if it was for a client. So... This was Operation Tool Talk. So, do you want to explain what you went and
1: did? Yep. Yeah, so we got two guys from the community, uh, Steve and Stephen, um, and then we we went to a paintball field, Bassett's Pole, mm-hmm. a local one to uh, to Tamworth office, and we basically did a photo shoot. So we had a bunch of the different tools that the guys, uh, a bunch of the different tools from partners uh, and sponsors of the event, uh, took a load of photos. Paintballing is like a, it's designed to obviously look like a war zone, anyway. So it was cool to take shots in buildings, out in the field, and everything like that. So we just took a bunch of different photos with different tools just to create some cool uh, military-themed assets. And I think on that as well is we had we had full reign
0: of the whole paintball venue. And yeah. It's a massive place, <laughs> and people probably think, well, oh, well, we can't get that. You can. It it literally took us two phone calls we had the idea downstairs in the meeting room made one call to find out who looks after the venue made another call and within three days you were there hmm. with a, a Nissan truck yeah. like with everything you wanted and free reign of the whole thing so I guess one of the key things on that guys is just pick up the phone like
1: just ask because we were yeah. like we want this yeah on on that the, ve- the venue themselves because it couple of things first of all it was midweek so they're not as busy if we'd have asked for a Saturday or a Sunday we'd yep. have probably have to have paid a lot because obviously they're gonna be losing money because that's yep. where those sort of places make the money at the weekends um, but in the week they're not as busy there could have been some people there but we just got lucky and there wasn't anyone there so we had basically free reign but also we just said like look we, we want to do this and they were like cool we understand that, obviously, because we explained what business we're in as well. We've got a large community of people. We host events for these guys as well throughout the year. We'll be looking to, obviously, bring guys to the paintballing field. It's kind of like an eye scratch your back, you scratch my situation. 100%. Really good point. Uh, really good point. And they were, like, really receptive for that. Mm. Um,
0: so we did that, and the crate was amazing. Actually, if you listen to the show, what we'll do when this show goes live, and I can find the link for it, mm. is I'll drop the link inside our Facebook group. So if you're not part of that, head over to Facebook and search for Startup Diary Club. It's an amazing group, probably close to 200 people in there now that just listen to the show, trying to do cool things, help each other out. We'll drop the creative in the group just so you can see Mm. what what Harry's done, which will be cool. Um, So we did that. That was a really good thing that I think we did. I think another good thing that we did extremely well, which was bring members of the community onto the stand. Mm. We did it last year and one of the most engaging stands was uh, the wholesale brand. Cause that was being demoed by one of our members, and that just worked really yeah. well. So that was a little piece of learning there because trades, they just get on with other trades. And as soon as they know you're not a salesperson and yeah. you just want to, just, oh, just like you, mate, I'm just on this standing because I'm part of this amazing community, like that works really well. And they also helped yeah. us shape the stand flow and helped us tweak things to make it relevant to to them because they're, they're installers. Yeah. Um, and then probably the last thing that I just want to touch on in terms of what I think, visually we did extremely well was how we branded ourselves up in terms of we went there in boots in camo trousers in black t-shirt all the same uniform like not one part of the campaign uh stood out as in like "Ah, detail missed like you knew from a distance that we were from that stand when we're out in the corridors when i was out in meetings Mm. whatever it was it was just we had such a visual uh, like high impact across the whole show. That yeah, I think our we,
1: identity was so strong. We, we could have all been in jeans, t-shirts and trainers on a military, what looked like an amazing military stance. it was even like dark and grungy yeah. and dingy as well. It all looked amazing. Um, but yeah, it, it just really kind of polished it off.
0: So I think those little details are like super yeah, important. They just, just helped us out. Where do you think we fell short a little bit, mate? What would you, what would you change differently? That's a tautology, change differently. Don't need to say both those words.
1: I don't think... One of the, so one of the weaknesses, one of the inherent uh, weaknesses of the format that we did, which is a one-person mm. um, timed sprint, yeah. basically. Uh, the concept's great because the idea is they're going through every tool, they're using everything, and it's it, and like, did you notice as well? No one was really selling on the day specifically. Like, come to the stand, let me try and push this on you. Mm-hmm. A lot of people ran the course. And then after they did it, it was like, what was that tool actually? Let me. So that started conversations. Uh, But yeah, the 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 kind of the inherent downfall to the the structure of it is it had a limited capacity. Yeah. So it was like one person, and because they did so many different things, it took anywhere from three to five, five minutes including
0: the sign up and the waivers and all that yeah. crap I'd say five minutes to get people through Yeah, so the so, have natural capacity
1: of people so you're and, and the thing is and that's not taken into consideration reset for certain things as mm-hmm. well so you couldn't have one person every five minutes it was like one person realistically every sort of seven minutes yeah. give or take so like accumulatively, you're very limited to how many people can run it, and that, people wanted to run it. We had that's where the queue came from. People were like, I wanna, I want in. Sign me up. Put my name down. We ended up giving people time slots, but that I think was one of that of of everything. That's the most glaring thing that was holding us back. Yeah, yeah. which is a good problem to have. Hundred percent.
0: Definitely. But I think one of the things is you give someone a time slot and they're not really going to come back. Do you know what I mean? So I think yeah, because they're going
1: to be over to another stand. They're going to be talking. It's like, oh shit, missed, it. missed it. Not
0: going to go back and wait 15, yeah. 20 minutes because it worked out like uh, by help I send, it was a 35 minute wait to get onto our stand.
1: <laughs> it, was it was like a, Alton Towers. It was, like,
0: it was a 35 minute wait. To get. But when I say that out loud and for anyone else, they're thinking, oh, well, I go to somewhere like where we're going tomorrow, yep. like people might be willing to wait to meet an influencer at Body Power. Yeah. But that we're, a, we're a construction industry trade show. There's no queues anywhere yeah. ever. Uh, so that was, it's a really good point. Where my head's at with stuff like that is if we did it again, um, would be how do you how do we stage it so you can get multiple people across scores, course or do you make it like a, 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 one, so, a head versus head, so versus head think, one-to-one?
1: So I think um, the way this stays the same but one-ups itself is it literally doubles in size but it's the same size as this year mirrored yeah so you can run two people at once because then you've got a bigger stage presence which is even more eye-catching but nothing i mean obviously you need then you need more staff and like the logistics do change quite a bit but it's a way of kind of keeping it's, re- it's the way of repeating whilst improving
0: yeah I think one of the things that we actually toyed with the idea of is having every because there's like seven like let's just say there's seven bays that yeah. you could go to a yeah. bay do the challenge start stop and then add your time together or you could be the fastest on that individual bay mm. I just think space wise we were constrained because then we needed one person per bay like it's a really interesting problem to try and solve. Where else do you think we, we sort of fell short? What, one thing I know we dropped the ball on was with one brand, the product. Because we had a product that's... It did work, but it's made for... I won't bore people with it, but it's made for a certain type of screw with a different type of... It was not made
1: for yeah, a wood the, screw. The implementation and the application of the tool was not incorrect. Just It just not, doesn't show not, it in its best light. light yeah. yeah, it does not show it in its best light. I think I think on that, I think the, ne- the next thing is... Uh, is kind of the demo area Yeah, it was just lacking a proper from the brand's perspective a proper opportunity to in tandem with someone running the course be able to also expose new products to passers-by that don't want to run 100 percent. so and again down to either space or manpower like there's a few different ways you can kind of solve it but it's that was tricky but
0: this won't be relevant to people listening but I'm just going to do it now so we're talking about (laughs) it Uh, and maybe you can drop the video into the group that you're you're doing so Harry was there Tuesday Wednesday shooting the video so we'll show people what it was really like which is cool we'll drop that into the group Uh, but what I'd probably do is get rid of the van and have that as all training a demo area for we didn't really need the van it was nice we didn't need the van and that took up so much space yeah yeah um Imagine if
1: all the, that was a training area. The, qu- the question is, if it was a smaller van. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like the van. Still, obviously, it was basically covered, but it still had some of a some sort of a presence. I think it was quite a statement to say we've got a big fucking van in the middle of this yeah, thing, and, and well, you've got to run through one well. at the back. Maybe you could have got, and it also doubled as storage. So, like, there's uh, rougher the smooth with that, but I think. I think having the van there made sense because again, it's, it's trade related. It's construction industry. they're they're um, they a part, they're not a partner, are they? They're they no. Uh it, we're in, partnership, in we're, partnership. we're providing service it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it 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 benefited us <laughs> to get the van. No, so. exactly. Um, and just in terms of getting
0: stuff for the trade show and back, to be honest, yeah. that was, was extra perks. Um, so I guess just to sort of tie this up, because for the listeners of the show, they're thinking this is interesting but like what are the key takeaways? So for
1: you. So before we do that, let's just jump into what we're doing tomorrow. Okay. Because I think this will be a good kind of wrap up to this as well, because this will show good contrast. So tomorrow we're going to body power. Mm -hmm. I've never been. Which is, I'm super excited, one, to actually just be there. But two, I'm I'm really excited for you to go because if you've only ever seen construction industry, trade shows, like Installer was busy and th- like it's it's hard to describe in words but i mean that's like um like at one point our, our stand had probably 15 20 people stood around it watching mm-hmm. and that is amazing that was that's like that's basically half of the room <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at body power there's probably literally at night at 10:30 ni- at when the doors open or 9:30 when vip go in there's probably three to 400 people waiting to go in wow. at the door, ready to spend the entire day there. It's at the NEC. It's probably four times as big as where we were at. And it only gets busier throughout the day. And it's just amazing. So like the inte- So, w- one of the things I'll be interested for you to see is just the volume of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also, because like, from my understanding, the pricing is very similar like on, on the square meterage for stands to see brands, the types of stands they have, how they interact with people. Because what you're gonna see at Body Power as well, because it's a, for anyone that doesn't know, it's a health, fitness, nutrition event. So you've got everything from influencers, from Instagram on supplement stands, but then you've also got like equipment brands like Watson Gym Equipment, there. there. You'll have all sorts of different companies that have training equipment, teachers, seminars, all these different things, competitions, whether it's bodybuilding or um, weightlifting, there's loads going on. But what you'll see is a lot of interaction on stands. Whereas where we're from, it's like, here's a product hanging on the wall, mm-hmm. come and have a look at what's inside are like. You get a free beer, you get a free lollipop, a little sweet, but that's just to pull you in to start a conversation. Mm-hmm whereas at Body Power yeah there's loads of free sachets there's loads of those things you'll be absolutely flying on the amount of pre-workouts that you'll have little sips on <laughs> it's the best day ever um, but there's always loads of like interactivity like whether it's anything as simple as like the hanging bars or just I think maybe it's well, it's obviously because the industry is Energetic. about energy, energy. fitness yeah. movement but I, I definitely think there's going to be some takeaways that we could potentially bring back because if you look Look at what we did with Operation Tool Talk. We did a fully interactive tool demonstration mm-hmm. assault course for brands. So, and we're the only ones that are doing it. When you go to Body Power, you'll see that that's like 50% of what, what's there.
0: That's what I'm excited by. I want to kind of, and that's what we need to do more of. And I think I spoke about it on previous shows. Like sometimes we're so heads down in terms of what we do. We need to look up in other spaces mm. and other industries and go, this works over here at Body Power. What? What's the the construction industry version of this. Mm. Like how do we make take this cool secret sauce and deploy it over here? So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I guess we'll get back on the mics in a week or two and say like, what was what, what, what were my key takeaways? What did I learn? What was different? And then maybe sort of revisit the trade show thing and see if it's interesting.
1: Yeah, and just to give a shout out as to why we're going, we're going to see Malcolm from, I believe it's sportinjuryfixit.com. Mm-hmm. So, and he's there with a few, um, basically does sports therapy so whatever you need similar to like expert trades finds the right trade for you on verifiedtrades.co.uk nice uh, <laughs> he, it's the same sort of thing you go to his website kind of got this problem cool you need this sort of professional to to help you
0: that's cool and we're going to jump on the mic to them tomorrow morning Yeah. Uh, and that show will be one of the startup stories show so this is a startup diary this is our journey what we're learning we've got a couple of new podcasts coming up uh, part of the nbs.fm network that we're building because we just really enjoy this, mm. to be honest. Uh, so that's going to be where we speak to some really interesting people working on projects. It's where I interview them uh, selfishly to learn from them. Uh, so looking forward to getting that live. Um, I guess to put a bow on this for me with the trade show side of it is if you could take me about six months and said, would you do it all again? I would. Like So for me, that means- Knowing it, what you know now. Knowing what I know now. Yeah. Knowing everything, knowing the results, like the leads that generate the feedback, everything the energy the time because i think one thing that everyone underestimates this takes way more time than you think yeah even down to just getting like health and safety documents and i don't know like i don't know why we signed anything because i was swinging from scaffolding for like half the the half the day on the makeup it's all paperwork it's all paperwork (laughs) Uh, but would i do it again yes question is is would i do it again next year exactly the same no Mm. uh I'd be really di- One, we just want to do something different but there were so many opportunities and learnings that we need to deploy into it I also need to identify next year is if we're going to do this it needs to be profitable for the business mm. uh, because for us this was a great branding exercise for us and our partners but the bigger the sh- the bigger the spend gets the harder it is for us to actually swallow that in terms of yeah. like we could use that elsewhere so much more effectively So it was an amazing... Imagine it as a case study to show the industry. Listen, guys, when we apply ourselves to something, we think differently. And whether you like... Whether someone walking by it, like... is a thing. Whether someone from another brand walked by and liked it or didn't, Mm. they cannot argue with the fact that we had the biggest crowds, the most noise, and the most engagement. Mm -hmm. And that's why you go to a trade show. So for me, we made a mark we made a statement Uh, whether we go back next year or not I don't mind but it shows brands when we apply ourselves and we we do things differently I always want to be doing that whether Mm. it's in a trade show whether it's in an app whether it's in a social media camp or whatever it is that's what I want us to be known for so I'm super super proud of the team everyone worked so hard like it was a proper team effort so it was good
1: yeah it was good fun Guys, we shall leave it there. If you've got any questions uh, or invites to any trade shows, you can can invite us over at startupdiary at nbs.fm. That email
0: address again is startupdiary at nbs.fm. If this is the first time you listen to this show, guys, hit subscribe. We cannot wait to drop Monday's show and hear from you in the future. Oh, and don't forget head over to the Facebook group. Harry's going to drop his creative in there yes. once, once it's all done. And you can see a bit more of what Harry does for the business and see the visuals of what Operation Total looked look like. Speak to you soon. <laughs>